Welcome back, Mail-In Podcast. It is March, officially spring, according to the meteorological sense of the word. It's not officially spring. It's not officially spring if you're going by the equinox, but some would call it spring. Spring is in like two weeks. That's what, well, it depends on your definition of spring. Okay. Technically, it's not spring yet. Correct. But there is a, a cohort of people that consider March 1st the first day of spring in meteorological sense. Who considers that? The meteorologists. All of them or just like I don't know. A, okay. I just see, I follow a guy on Twitter that's very uh, big weather guy. Uh-huh. And he, uh, yeah, it's technically spring in their world. When climate shifts, okay. you know, climate is shifting, Sally. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. I'm kind of upset with you. So with me? Well, we're like supposed to get drinks after this. Yeah. And I floated the idea of getting our nails done. So, oh, yes. Because I, I'm i going to a black tie event on Saturday. That's kind of sweet. And y'all are going to be gone. And I- Correct. I've got like a opening. Mm-hmm. And this was- this afternoon. It was it, yeah. I have one on Saturday as well. I'm going to have to have my sister watch for it. Uh, that's okay. the problem. You can't take your baby to a nail salon. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah. He wouldn't be very like. Wouldn't be well behaved. Yeah, I, I just not that, like I don't like people touching my hands and feet. You've never like gotten a pedicure and gotten never. a massage. Nope. I li- I'm down with like scalp massages. I think those should be much more, um, in popular culture. Do you when you get a regular massage, you tell them to not touch your feet because Will does that. No. Will literally is like, you can do whatever, just don't touch my feet. I just think that I like. I just deal with it in that situation. But if I if I have the option of like going to a place that doesn't touch my hands or feet, that's I guess if I, I like, take that option. Has Caroline ever asked you to go get a pedicure with her? Uh never like explicitly, but she's like, Oh, you should, you know, like you yeah. should get a pay you should get a manicure. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, doesn't doesn't do it for me. I'm not like a yeah, I'm not anti. I just yeah. don't like people. I was making touching my feet. I'm not like, oh, it's like for girls, man. They can't get a pedicure. I used to make Will go because he was biting his nails and mm. make him stop. It helped for a little bit. Mine are, mine are good. But okay. I I've always said good don't nails. don't care about your cuticles or whatever. It's like fine. Yeah. Like on the, on the priority list, my cuticles are probably in the mid like hundreds, you know, if I had to game it all out. Okay. I'm just saying they let you drink wine there. What is, like they give you free wine? Yes. That's cool. You sit That's down, they're like, uh, you want champagne, red or white? You're like, I don't know, champagne. Champagne. Um, that's what my my new hairdresser does. Shout, shout to uh, Scissors and Scotch. I think that that's a great idea. Like, if you're getting your hair cut. Yeah, at my old place did that done. in New York, too. Yeah. Shouts to Erica Fleischman. I don't know what how their liquor license works, though. I think it doesn't. Oh, maybe maybe Scissors and Scotch is different. They have like a full bar, so they might actually have a liquor license. Same with Dry Bar, you know, where you oh, go yeah. get your hair blown out. That's I've, the whole point yeah. of it. It's like that's why it's called Dry Bar. Like everything has like oh a really cocktail theme to mm-hmm. it. So like every hairstyle is called something. Can you explain to me the fascination with Dyson Air Wraps, and what what is it? Yes. So why are they why are they all over Twitter? Like female Twitter. Because Dyson shouts to my aunt who is a VP there. Oh, um, no big deal. Yeah, she um, 
she gets us the hookup, except for not really. She used to work uh, for Sony, and that's when we got like a real hookup. Uh, Dyson's a little more stingy with iron clad on the uh, fan, friends and family discount. <laughs> so oh, take, Dyson, your, take your 10%. Here you go. Yeah. So, you're okay. like, oh, okay. Dyson released a hair dryer probably five years ago. Okay. Um, and it kind of changed the game as far as hair dryers go because it was like way faster. Mm. And got a lot of good reviews, like not as using a lot more wind than heat, I would say. Interesting. Okay. So almost, I think people thought better for your hair because it doesn't take as long to dry, obviously, and not, not as, as much high heat. heat. Yeah. Right. So an air wrap uses some of those same principles okay. of drying, but you it has all these different attachments. So like one of them is a curler attachment, but like basically you stick it next to your head and the hair wraps around the Dyson like attachment. Wow. So you're not, you're blowing hot air on it. I really, it's like, I don't, don't ask me the physics of how it works, but you're not, I think it's better for your hair because you're not using um, like a curling iron. Okay. It's, it's very similar in the sense, I would say hair wise, what it looks like is like if you were to style your hair with a blow dryer and a round brush. So like more volume, better for your hair. Okay. Um, I see here that they're $1,000. And they're like chronically out of stock. How in the world? Like, like it's okay. So what the, the thing is it, it styles and dries simultaneously. Right. Like you mentioned it wraps. You're basically curling your hair and drying it. And drying it. it. So at you, the same time. You dry your hair a little bit. I think when you do it, you do it at like damp setting. I'm going to be perfectly honest multiple people in my family have this you don't i do not because my hair is so thick that like using the i don't know that i don't style my hair that often okay. and if i do and especially we've talked about this we're like no hair wash gang you have to like have okay. wet hair to like style. you know what i'm saying sure yeah so i actually did talk to my mom the other day though and i was like do you still have your old one because she had one and then she got the gold version oh I was like, can I have your old one? She sold it. So thanks a lot. Brutal. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if Dyson is out there listening, wants to drop some, drop the bag for the pod. We just gave them like basically a free ad read. We totally did. We absolutely did. I'll talk to my aunt. I will try it. I dry my hair every day. Yeah. Gives me volume. And yeah. like, even if, because if I don't wash or condition my hair, I just use some hair treatment, like not like thinning, but some. Um, like Tussle Me Softly. Ever heard of that? Uh-huh. Yeah. If I throw some of that in there, like just dry it, and then it kind of gives me blank canvas. If I will know. say that don't sleep on the Dyson flyaway attachment. Okay. There's you're, Dyson You're losing me it, with that one. And, but there's a knockoff on Amazon, and it's this like little curved thing that goes on the end of your dryer, and then you just go like this, and it helps with your frizzies, which have obviously, if you're watching right now, you know that I have hella frizzy hair. Hella frizzies. No, it doesn't look bad, though. But it helps tame your like little- Frizzers. And kind of like refreshes your hair. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Randy, you're writing that down? Randy's hair is getting long. Have you seen his hair? Yeah, Randy. You could use the Dyson flyaway attachment. He's not. He's not having. Blow my nose really fast. So blow your nose talking. while you do the the nose blowing. We are the mail in podcast, and we do our best to answer your questions. You may run into situations in your twenties or thirties or forties 
that you need help with. And we are here to do just that. Get a laugh in and help us out by asking some questions. We have some good ones today. Tell a friend about the podcast. Send them clips and segments that are going to be dropping starting this week, actually. Clips, segments, get more of us. Hit the hotline, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write at the link in the Twitter bio at Podcast. Sally, are you ready? Yes. What's up, Mail-In Crew? Got our five-year wedding anniversary coming up in May. Congratulations. That is the... What's the five-year? Silver? Something. I don't know. No, silver is like way down. The, I think that silver is like oh 20. We'd like to take a trip, possibly to a resort. And we did Playa Mujeres. Playa, 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 Playa Mujeres. Playa Mujeres near Cancun for our honeymoon. And it was great. But what about Cabo? Hopefully, there's a Jung family member present to provide insight. We've never been. And what are some resorts to look for? Conversely, what other places should we be considering? Summertime Shy. The Bourbon Trail. Just looking for a fun and a memorable trip for our five-year wedding anniversary. Thank you. Um, Cabo the traditional Sally's here. Five-year wedding anniversary is wood. Oh, okay. That's what they'll be getting on their trip, right, Randy? Nowadays, flatware and sapphire jewelry are also considered standard presents for five. What is flatware? Like um, plates? No, um, forks and knives and spoons. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I actually get asked this all the time. Like, you are, you are Cabo Sally. Somebody DMs me about Cabo once a week. Sure. Which is fine. So let's lay it on the line. But I'm going to, I'm going to lay out everything because I have to always explain this. <laughs> when I go to Cabo, 90% of the time we are renting a house. Okay. So if you are looking to go to resort, I can give you some recommendations but what we do normally when we go with the family or a group of people is we rent a house. Um, we've used different people in the past. I think this last time we used Cabo Villas like through their website. Cause like a lot of these people who rent their houses um, are like have one, you know, management company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Rent a house, get a chef, get someone who's called a butler, but really he just works with a chef and is like basically a bartender for the whole time. Cool. Okay. Um, And pay for all that and then maybe do a couple dinners or lunches out. All in all, the cost, depending on like what the house you get, how many meals you do, whatever, ends up being about the same cost as in all-inclusive or like what you would spend going to a resort and paying for all your meals Mm -hmm. we just have found that it's easier a little bit safer to have a chef come um so we don't have to like take the kids and stuff places gotcha um that's a great route if you're going with a big group of people so like a family trip or a bachelor bachelorette party or just a girl's trip or whatever Mm -hmm. um I wouldn't recommend doing that route if you're going for your anniversary because it's obviously a just a couple. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the other places that we've stayed in Cabo that I've stayed at have been Esperanza, which is on a Bears resort um, that I've actually stayed at just with friends. I've never mm-hmm. gone by myself. Um, I don't do a lot of the all-inclusives 
I mean, like I said, I don't stay at a lot of resorts in Cabo, but I tend to steer, steer clear of all inclusives. They just like made me a little weary. Okay. And I haven't found one that I really like. Gotcha. Um, but that all being said, there's lots of different resorts in Cabo. It's hard to throw them out based on like, I don't know what people's budget is like. Mm-hmm. You can go like super high end. Esperanza is up there. Montage Los Cabos. Um, Las Ventanas, which is the Rosewood property. I think that there is a new um um there's a new Ritz, I think. I didn't know Cabo was such like a Yeah. I mean, I guess that may make totally makes sense. Like Nobu where Dylan's Yeah, I would celebration say is. those are like high end and then Nobu, um, the Cape, those are kind of like middle. Mm-hmm. And then you can get like obviously probably on the cheaper side, but like I haven't gone to any of those. The one um, all-inclusive that I can recommend that my sister has gone to and really liked is Pueblo Pueblo Bonito. Okay. And that's on like the Cape part. Got it. Yeah. Pueblo Bonito. Oh, the one I was thinking of is there's a new Waldorf Astoria. Oh, yeah. You know those those are going to be And I think that that's real bougie. Yeah, but that makes sense. I've heard it's beautiful. I think too. I'm I'm thinking of this from the standpoint of what changes when you're going as a couple versus a, a friend's trip. Because I think if, when you go as a couple, you're obviously just going to a resort, and then mm-hmm. for the most part, probably eating at places that are at the resort. Yep, it's more low key overall. I think relaxation yeah. takes more of a front seat than like necessarily partying does. Yeah, trying to find the fun like Senor Frogs type of place as a couple like you you want things taken care of for you so that's kind of why i think you mentioned the house is sort of like less of a attractive option because you'd rather have your sheets cleaned every day and you'd have room service possibilities and you don't have room service but most houses come Mm. with like a house cleaning daily situation which is nice um privacy is probably another thing if you are going as a couple versus a friend's trip the other thing about Cabo, personally, and this is just my personal vacation style slash the current climate in Mexico, that I don't really want to leave the house a lot. Gotcha. Like, I am not trying to, like, travel out. We do. Um, usually, we do one lunch or dinner at Flora Farms or Acre, which are both, like, on the interior, not on the beach. Um like eco farm to table mm-hmm. restaurants. Both of those are great. Flora is really fun for lunch. We've done it for dinner before. I think Acres is a little bit better for dinner. Um, another fun place, this is again more of a group place, is the office for dinner. But then That's some the of my I've favorites, of. like my favorite restaurant, and this is like perfect for a couple, is Edith's. It's like a beautiful, beautiful restaurant, kind of romantic, mm-hmm. fun vibes. Um Anyway, Cabo's great, and I think it's easy to get to for a lot of people who live in the South, especially, like, from Texas. It's Texas, we're, like, going to Mexico is really easy, and we're basically equidistant from, like, going to Cancun versus Cabo. The mm-hmm. flight's about the same. So, for me, I'm like, both those locations are great. I have always said, use our girl Katie at Lux and Nix. Will has, um, she's one of my best friends, but... Will interviewed her and she's does great 
for stuff like this. But there are definitely other cool places to go that are not Cabo. Sure. Especially and as a couple, you can you can sort of make a lot of your own fun. Like right. any place you go, whether it's Austin or Vancouver or London, like right. you're going to have a good dinner. You're going to have good cocktails and you're going to be able to do something cool. Like cities are, are travel destinations for a reason. It just right. kind of depends what sort of vibe are you looking for? Do you want a ski town? Do you want a beach? Do you want a city? Do you want, you know... A world-class barbecue destination. You mentioned the Bourbon Trail, something interesting like that. Summertime Chicago is its own thing. It's beautiful weather um, and catch a Cubs game or something like that or a White Sox game if you're Randy. So so it's just kind of – it all depends. But being a couple, you're so much more flexible than right. being with a group who has like a stated goal of getting hammered on a beach for four days. Or- right. I will say the um- – my favorite couple trips that we've done that like Will and I either did just us or with like it was a smaller group that I would always go back to. Um, we obviously got married in Laguna Beach. Love mm-hmm. Laguna Beach. I think that the weather's always beautiful. California is beautiful. They're, you know, you're hanging out by the water, but also like great food, kind of good, like bopping around and you're in the United States. Um Napa is always Napa was one of our favorites. I think that's a great one. Um, And then personally, these are the ones that I have not been to that I want to go to, especially in the summer. Um, Definitely want to do a well, I have been to the Pacific Northwest, but I'm talking like with Will, like doing Oregon wine country and then maybe doing like Portland or Seattle for a couple days. on the other side of the coast, I really want to go to like New England. So either do uh, Newport or Rhode Island or even all the way up to Maine. Sure. And like do Portland, Maine. Um, and then Will and I have talked about, and we haven't done this either. We did do Charleston for a wedding, but we like didn't get to do a lot of the like stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Like doing Kiowa Island or Savannah or anything over like on the East Coast. Yeah. I love that idea. I I think... I've kind of been thinking about this and with like a couple's trips, there's, there's something to me about going to a place that you, nest, you, you like you wouldn't go back to for a work trip or mm-hmm. like, so I think uh, that's, that's a shitty way of saying like kind of outside major cities. Yeah. Like if you're going to, if you want to do a couple's trip to San Diego, you should do a couple's trip to like La Jolla or Pacific beach. Right. Which versus is, we like actually staying did that in downtown too, San Diego. Which we loved. Instead of doing L.A., you do Laguna. Laguna. Instead yeah. of doing, um, you know, instead of doing Boston or New York, you do Newport or the Hamptons. Like right. something that's more off the beaten path than going to Chicago, for example, and staying downtown. Because like chances are you're going to be able to do that again, right? With your buddies or for work or something like that. I forgot to mention, and I don't know why, because this is Will and I have both consistently said this is our favorite trip. Uh, was when we did Aspen, actually. Yeah, and you didn't you did it in a time where it wasn't ski, right? It was it wasn't skiing. It was beautiful fall colors, but it's mm-hmm. Aspen in the summer is gorgeous. Um, and that it was funny because I was pr- really newly pregnant, mm-hmm. and so I like couldn't drink, felt sick the whole time. Yeah, but we have really fond memories of it, and I think as a when you're going with your significant other and you're doing some sort of like it's an anniversary or something. Part of it is like, at least for Will and I, is like picking somewhere that 
is going to be beautiful. You can like go do stuff outside, um, has good food, has a good scene. But then also we stayed at a hotel that I just really liked and it was like a little bit upscale. Okay. So I felt really nice to just like hang out there in a robe and like totally come and home and like be, feel a little bit bougie. And I yeah. think an anniversary is a great time to do that. Like pick your budget and then don't feel bad. I always feel bad for spending money on hotel rooms. I'm like, we're not even going to be there. Yeah. But it's your anniversary. Like, you probably are going to be there a little bit. If you sure. Sex, you guys. <laughs> okay. So you don't want to be like at a Holiday Inn. Pick somewhere that's like a little bit elevated. Like you want to have breakfast at in the morning. You're like, go down to the hotel bar and have a drink and feel swanky. Like mm -hmm. that to me feels like, okay, now I'm on vacation versus like what you said where I'm on a work trip because I'm staying at a like a, a Marriott, a right? Marriott yeah. Fairfield Inn, mm -hmm. you know, pick something that elevates it a little bit, whether it's yeah, the destination it or has a spa that you and right. you, you do a couple's massage. Like I just, the, the, the uniqueness of a couple's trip versus a buddy's trip or a work trip, like where the hotel room is literally a crash pad exactly versus a, a, a you know, this is going to be like a sanctuary, right? right? Where you can, you start your day, you get breakfast, you can be lazy because you're with the person that you love. Right. And and nothing else really matters. And that's, you're more focused on spending time with each other than trying to like stimulate your senses doing right. 900 You're not going to like a bunch of events. You actually get yeah. to like slow down and take the time. Mm -hmm. So that's our- uh, Let me, you said, you mentioned New England and I like New England in the fall. Yeah. Saratoga Springs in the summer. Um, mm. Like a quaint, cozy New England cottage um, in Vermont or New Hampshire. Like, yeah. Very much on my list of things to do or the Adirondacks. Like, yeah. And couples trip because you, you're not going to have the, the wild scene that's going to make 12 of your buddies be like, oh, that was legendary. Yeah. But it's beautiful enough to enjoy and have a really good meal and really good wine. And, and have some privacy. Exactly. And unwind. Boom. You know what? he could use uh, for that trip and I could use for my trip this weekend. So our friends over at Liquid IV, Sally. I'm currently drinking a Liquid IV. Boom. Look, that I made at, at home and brought even though you have a lot look, of I'm, Liquid IV at the office. I'm just drinking water, but it's out of a Liquid IV bottle and they're helping me this weekend big time. We have a big weekend, Sally. We're going to Vegas, Okay. A lot of drinking, a lot of having fun, probably being in the sun a little bit. Liquid IV is going to be there for me every step of the way, morning, afternoon, and night, because in the morning, you get their energy blend going. It wakes you up. In the middle of the afternoon, maybe you're feeling a little run down, you can energy blend there too, or do immune support. Love their immune support. And at night, maybe you're dehydrated after a long day, you need something before you go to dinner. Liquid IV hydration multiplier is there for you. I th That's just... Can't beat that ad read, huh? Liquid IV, uh, one stick of it can, in 16 ounces of water, hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It helps because it contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And it's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Here's how it works. Cellular transport technology, Sally. You familiar with CTT? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? It's designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients into the bloodstream. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently 
than water alone. They're also on a mission to change the world. They've donated over 19 million servings globally. And when you pop a liquid IV, whether it's in the morning, maybe you're a little hungover, in the afternoon, need a little jolt, liquid IV is there for you in every single situation. It's easy. Pop the liquid IV top off, pour it in water, shake it up, and you're good. Boom. Done. Drinking a golden cherry right now. Golden cherry. I'm a uh, uh, the tropical, like the the pina colada flavor that they did uh-huh. the Kaigo collab. Yeah, that one's a good one. Very solid. I've had I've had apple. I've had watermelon. They have a grape one Truthfully, now. Truthfully, I I love the grape, but mm-hmm. like lemon lime is just a good staple. Classic. You cannot go wrong with the classics. Grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get twenty five percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today. Liquidiv.com, promo code MAILIN. How about the next one? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, MAILIN. I always say, like, it's like, it's part of my timing. You have to, be, I, it's really like my, my, I was my partner, you just like in, my partner in crime. It. I'm always, I'm so used to being like, yep, let's do it. Okay, yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll start answering faster. Hey, Malin. I'll keep this short and simple. What is the best way to ask slash find more pictures of the person I'm talking to on dating apps? For example, I'm talking to a girl currently, congratulations, and feel as if she isn't showcasing everything and want to see more pictures before committing to hang out but I can't find her on Instagram or anything. Is that the most shallow question ever? Let me know. Thank you. I'm inclined to say this is shallow. I'm not. I, I get, totally I get, get where it. he's coming from. I mean, it, it, at, at its very core, yes, it's shallow, but like a little bit of shallow personality is not the end of the world for me. I, I agree. And I, my very limited experience on dating apps, but knowing what I know. And if I had a date now, I would mm-hmm. probably feel the same way. Like I want pictures. I want totally. to kind of know what you're getting into, but like, I don't know. I'm never asking a girl on a date. If I was single with one to one or two pictures ever, because you just don't like, you don't know. You do not know. Like two pictures, no link to the Instagram, no link to the LinkedIn. Like why why aren't you putting more of yourself out there? I mean, okay, so do you think that it's appropriate to ask? I don't think I would ever ask either. Yeah. I would just say that's that's just a no. It's going to be a no from me, Randy Jackson style. So you've because, never seen a girl just based on her like four pictures and like I would date her right now. On like a dating app? Yeah. No. I've always like done a secondary source. Whether it's an Instagram or a Twitter or like right. LinkedIn or go- just Googling them. <laughs> right. Because on one hand, it's like, well, you're just misrepresenting yourself if there's not enough info. And two, like, what does it say about like your confidence if you're not putting more of yourself out there, I guess? But maybe you don't want to be out there. You know what I'm saying? But like, then, maybe then, then, then we're probably media, not a, like, then we're probably not a match. Like okay. that's just kind of where I would go with that. I personally am like, okay, think about if you get set up from a friend or something which like is, that. Which we've discussed is like the worst scenario, in my opinion, because it's so much undue pressure that nobody asked for. You probably are like getting the full background on this person. 
the Instagram, the whatever. I'm going to make an argument, a devil's advocate here. Okay. That maybe the like less pictures, the less you know, whatever like gives you a more open mind into going to it, less pressure. So like you go on one date and you're like, oh, I, like for me, that was part of dating was like, I'm going on a date with a person I barely know. Well, yeah, no, it, I agree with you that like I'd like to get to know their about them. Right. From more than just a dating profile. But I'd like to I'd still like to have a like. You know, a resume is worth the stuff going in, especially when it comes to appearance. But if you saw someone in a bar, yeah, and thought, okay, she's pretty, but like, do I? Do you need to see her whole Instagram? No, I don't think so. Right. I'm, it's been a minute since I've done that because you can see them in person. I yeah, because you have you're you're basically looking at them. You've seen them in different angles, different like your mannerisms, like right. So. I I would be very nervous to go off of two pictures and no other info. And I would be nervous about what is what like what are you hiding? Right. And even if you're like, "Oh, I can't really be out there because of my job or something." I'd be like, "What do you work for the CIA? Like what's your what's your job?" I don't know. I I I guess that makes me shallow like this guy, but I think No, I don't I, I, am, I, I think asking might be a little shallow. Yeah, I would never ask. I would never be like, can I have, can you send me pictures of you to like confirm something? You'd be like, hey, what's know. your Instagram? You can say, like, hey, do you have an Instagram? That's, that's just fine. part of the like shittiness of dating. That's just to me, and maybe like I'm too old fashioned or the game has changed so much since I've been out that like, that's just like the the price you pay to date. Like you just go on dates that like you may not have the full backlog of that person's whole history or like you may not fully know what they look like. Like that's what blind dates were. Like essentially yeah. this is a blind date, but you've actually like seen pictures of these people. If you think about like decades ago, people just straight up had like never seen each other. Yeah, ever. that's true. To me, that's like the rite of passage of dating. Like you go in okay. and you're like, cool. I'm going to go on one date with this person. If you really have zero time to dedicate to somebody that you are like, I have to see pictures of them because I can't spend 90 minutes out of my week to go mm -hmm. have a drink with this person that I'll be wasting so much time by like, to me, that's where the shallowness comes okay. in. No, I, that, that flipped something in my brain. Like, no, that, that probably like take your lumps or pay your dues. Like for every 10 dates you go on, maybe three are just really not interested because you gave something a shot right. and, and fine. And you know what? You don't get 90 minutes back. Fine. Like that's, but that's kind of the, how it goes. To be clear, I have been in the same position where you're like, why can't I see more pictures of this person? Oh, totally. Totally. And in, in the age in 2022 where we like have everything at our fingertips, it's frustrating to not have all yeah. of that. Do you have like, obviously the... When it comes to dating app pictures, like the the guy holding a fish is such a cliche now. And I feel like dating profiles, I, I just haven't been on the apps in a minute, but I feel like there's a lot of cliches. Mm -hmm. One of like, for me, I remember seeing girls that would just have nine sunglasses pictures. Yeah. And just be like, no, like, no, you, I don't, you don't, like. yeah. Or hats. Like, or, don't do like a weird, like you're in a picture with someone else and you cut them out of it. Yeah. just, just Or like an be. obvious cutout. Sometimes you have to do that. 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, where like half of your face is missing because you cut the other person out. It's like, yeah. got to find a better picture. And like the group, having nine group photos in there. So it's like, and half of them are the same people. So you're trying to yeah, process of elimination. Like, who are you? I think I do have a tip for this guy. Okay. Because I think that there is a way that you can kind of ask without coming off a shallow. Hit me. And that is, but arguably is going to take more time than just biting the bullet and going on a date with him. Okay. Oh, God. You want to go to like Target with them? Home Depot? No, I'm just saying like getting to know them when Will and I were first texting mm -hmm. and I had seen his Instagram, but his Instagram was a lot of like Northern Michigan. Landscape shots. Landscapes and <laughs> golf. Uh, and granted, I like wanted does. to get to know him, but we uh -huh. were getting to know each other and like talking like, you know, how many siblings do you have? And I would like send a picture. I was like, here's me and my family. And like, that's my sister, Emily. And this is my sister, Lily. And that's my sister, Natalie. So mm -hmm. I was like sending all that. He sent me a picture of him and his sister, him and his friends. Cause we were like getting to know each other. Sure. Yeah. Granted that is like way more personable than like just DMing through like an app. Mm-hmm. So you can go that route, be like, oh, like, tell me about your family. Would love to see a picture of them. Oh, like, there you go. Where'd yeah. you grow up? Like, whatever. But also, if you're not willing to go on a date with them for 90 minutes, <laughs> you're probably saying... not willing to, like, text them all about their family. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I think <sighs> this is going to sound dumb. Is that, like, can you go on a pre-date with them? Like, your first date is to... Taco flats and it's like not a dinner and drinks date. Yes. It's called yeah. getting a coffee or just yeah, a drink. There you go. Getting one exactly one drink. And this is the pre-date. Yeah. Low investment. Hey, I gotta go to, I gotta be back at work or I gotta I gotta meet a buddy for dinner, but like five to six wide open. Yeah. L would love to meet you for happy hour. Brett, that's existed for all of time. People don't want to always go to dinner. We solved it. We invented happy hour. <laughs> Brett's like, have you? What if you just took them out for just one a drink? drink? Like, like oh, right, you know, before no one's dinner, ever done after that. work. Well, okay, we invented happy. Take her to happy hour. That's our answer. Take her to happy hour. You got to invest. I'm sorry. If anyone has any other tips for not coming off a shallow, feel free to DM me about it. Just I just like, don't think it's gonna work for you. I think personally, like I said, I think you got to bite the bullet and just you win some, so, you lose some. What's so bad about? Making your Instagram not private. Why is why is making your Instagram private so popular these days? Because I think people don't want creeps on their page. Okay. I mean, I know, I think my Instagram's currently private. I know that freaking China and Russia probably have all of my photos in some database oh, of that course, they're yeah. like, That's... you know, spying on me with. Um, I mean, I did the the old face thing, so now they have like all, you know. Yeah, Whatever. I don't know. That, that's ship is as long as you carry this yeah. around it. My uh, information the privacy doesn't matter. Yeah. But that being said, I don't want just random scrolling my feed. Why not? I don't because right now it's like pictures of my kid and stuff. Sure. But even back then it's like maybe you know what? Like right now, and I, I change how I feel about this because okay. like I'll randomly go no unpry. Go unprivate. Public, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and the then I'll like go back to private. And sometimes yeah. I just think maybe like I'm putting it out there on the internet, but maybe I don't need like everyone 
I don't need to be plastered all over everyone's shit. Like I, I think that especially when I'm like on my discover feed and I like ran, end up on like some randoms, like college acquaintances, husbands, sisters, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how, why, how did I get here? And why am I seeing all of her posts about her bachelorette party? Like, I don't need to see this person's shit. You know what I'm Sure. Saying? But you can. But you can. But like, do you, do you want to? I don't know. Do you need to? Some, I, some people would say absolutely not. Some people are like, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I just don't mind, I guess. It's yeah. my, my point. It's like, I'm already, you know, kind of sharing a lot with the world as it is. And I'm not even supposed to be content, but here we are. And I just, I think it's, I, it doesn't bother me as much. I don't think it usually bothers me and I'm mm. normally public, but I, I went private based on my last photo. Oh, really? Yeah. What is that? Like, how is it? Because I was at, you can look it up. I was in Cabo and I'm in a, I'm literally holding my infant son and people were making some very disgusting, inappropriate comments to me on the photo and in my DMs. Got it. Okay. And that's where I'm like, people just are creepy. And I think as girls, like, people are creepy. I think that has a lot to do with it. Like people are people are creepy. Yeah. And as a male, as a male, we don't get as much of that as women do. Like, can you imagine if like you were just getting DMs that were like, "Hey, your bulge looks great." On I'd, your, I'd be like, "That's weird. Why?" Yeah. Right. Like, wouldn't you feel kind of violated? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think I mean I think you're you're onto something there. So maybe this girl just wants to not be like. Having her DMs blow up by like randoms. Totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, Let's go to the next one. Okay. Hey guys, uh, I am a 28 year old man looking to mature his clothing game. Brett, can you recommend some of your favorite places to shop? And Sally, can you discuss some trends that men are wearing that you like slash dislike? Clothing game, Sally, 28, about that time. To uh, and this is not an ad read. There will be names dropped. First, let me refer you to Retail Therapy with Will DeFreeze and Barrett Dudley for the some of the trendier, trendiest things, if you will. A little bit of that, some of that's above my pay grade. I like to keep it pretty, pretty, uh, you know, standard, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but two of my favorite brands are one, Jacks New York, J A C H S, New York, and the Normal Brand. Okay. Um. I'd say 50 plus percent of my wardrobe comes from those jacks, especially with pants, chinos, um, jeans, traveler pants, golf pants. Jacks is unbelievable with. Their tops are hit and miss. No offense, jacks, but unbelievable pants spot. And like I've done, you know, Lulu obviously is a a great place to start for elevating your athleisure game a little bit. St. Bernard was one of my favorite places to go. They have a really good mix of brands. Yeah. Um, Peter Millar's of the world. And um, and then the normal brand is a great, like, fall, winter, spring, sweaters, lawn sleeves, um, et cetera, manageable prices for both of the companies, actually. So, and then if I'm just going straight up basics, Target provides a lot of my whether it's a t-shirt, a long sleeve pocket tee, yeah. et cetera, a good price point. Get I have chinos from there. Um, so those three make up a majority of my wardrobe. It's a good, I feel like, sweet spot for kind of going from 
25 to 30, kind of a little bit, you're out of the college age stuff, post-grad stuff, and you want to step it up a little bit. Mizzen and Maine, I know we've talked about them a lot. Mizzen and Maine is also great for work shirts and kind of upgrading your, your button-down collection. I still do Brooks Brothers. I know they get a lot of shit these days, mm-hmm. um, but, but good stuff there. Mizzen's great with polos and, and pullovers. Rowback is great with polos and quarter zips. And then on my feet, it's Adidas. It's um, Greats, which are leather sneakers. Uh, let's see, Rothy's is a great pick. I know that's sponsored stuff, but I'm just trying to think of like off the off the rip, what do I wear? Vans are a trendy thing right now that's great. I would go a lot of white sneakers. They're very in right now. Dark pants, light shirts, and vice versa. If you can, pretty standard rule um, for everyday wear is dark on top, light on the bottom, and or vice versa, dark on the bottom, light on top. And that's kind of how I build my wardrobe out. I don't try to do too much with it. I don't get too flashy and fancy. I stay pretty neutral. And those are some companies and brands that I enjoy. Wow. There's my my pitch on my wardrobe. Sally. Okay. Do you have anything that you like or dislike that is current with the male species? So my experience with male fashion is Will, who... Um, exclusively wears black navy he's, or beige right he is in the murdered out phase of his wardrobe he likes or, to wear black on black a lot so he black on black murdered out was like probably in the past two years i would say that was like pandemic he started wearing a lot of black um he goes full neutral so like black navy gray beige oh don't you can't forget his his hunter greens hunter greens is like my doing yeah i mean i think he likes green but like okay. i'm like you gotta mix something in yeah like, let's get earth tones yeah that's another way i could put my wardrobe very earthy um and then the other experience i have with men's fashion is probably my dad and brother who like consider a ut t-shirt to be <laughs> i mean like always wearing something texas yeah. related yep um I think Carrie's actual claim to fame was that in fourth grade, he wore a University of Texas t-shirt every single day to school. Oh, my gosh. The whole year. That's wild. Yeah. With very few repeats, which is shocking. <laughs> um, okay. Here's here's my personal note on style. Again, I think that Brett and I can say what we're going to say, but there are other podcasts on this network that probably have a little bit better advice if you're like looking to get a little bit more elevated. Sure. Talking specifically about Club Cool and retail therapy. Right. I, I by Sunday's plugged case. Club Cool, or excuse me, retail therapy before I went in on my diatribe, and Club Cool is another one. Yeah. One thing that Will's done that has like changed how I start buying clothes and wear clothes is that he realized pretty early on in our relationship, probably before that, but really started making the effort of like he found something he liked. Mm-hmm. That looked good on his body, that felt comfortable, that he felt he looked good in, and then bought it in all the color. Like he bought multiples of yeah. everything. So like he not only does he have like the same pair of pants mm-hmm. in the same color, but then he will also like that those Lulu like ABC pants that he wears, like the utility ones or whatever they're called. He has in like three different colors. Sure. Like totally. he's got them in black. Darker, actually, probably four. Dark gray, like almost a white, and then like a khaki color. Because mm-hmm. he like likes them, they fit great, and he's just decided, okay, I'm gonna like go all in on these pants. 
I think as a, when you're building a wardrobe, picking shit that is basic, that looks good in neutral tones. So like your black, your gray, your oatmeal khaki, or your white and getting and spending a decent amount on good basics. Yep. Because that's shit that's going to last you for forever. And it doesn't have to be the most expensive thing, but that's where I'm like, I've started to be like, I would spend the dumbest amount of money on like dresses that I would wear one time or like some silk blouse. And then I'm like, why am I doing that? I wear that one time a year versus like what Will does where he like spends his money on pants or like t-shirts mm -hmm. that he wears every single day. Um, So getting basics, first of all, start there. I don't know as many brands. I know that Will wears a lot of ALD. He wears a mm -hmm. brand called Noah that we both really like. But just my little plug, I recently was like, I need to up my white t-shirt game because okay. like this white t-shirt I have, I've like bought twice because it gets like really dingy. But I was like, I need something thicker, a little sturdier. I was like willing to spend some coin on it. Sure. I went and got a $15 t-shirt from uh, Uniqlo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, are they, is it Japanese? Is that Uniqlo? a Japanese co company? I thought it was uh, European, but I maybe just. Well, because you're probably thinking, thinking of, of Novak Djokovic. Or, yeah, Roger yeah. Federer, who Ro used to yeah, also Fed, be. Yeah. I think it's Japanese. It could, totally could be. But okay. I know I know they make very good basics. Uh, and you were talking about like Target, H&M, whatever. Yeah. Uniqlo has great t-shirts. They're thick as shit and they're $15. So if I like spill oh. something on it, I'm like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. I'll probably get it out with bleach, but whatever. And I bought a couple of t-shirts from them. I actually got like a men's black cashmere sweater for cheap. Mm -hmm. Just like good basics. Um, and then I think you... You start with the basics, then you like have some room to like get trendy stuff per season. So like whether it's an overshirt or a jacket or a scarf or a hat, if you really want, you know, to up your right. game or right. sneakers or whatever. But especially because of like how dad sneakers have been in like new balances are, are back and they're cheap. Yeah. I mean, like compared to other tennis shoes, like. Like having a good pair of tennis shoes. So I feel like you start by, I had to realize, like I had to totally shift my paradigm. Like stop buying trendy shit and spending money on it and buy good stuff that you'll wear every day. Like I, a good yeah. pair of jeans. That's kind of where I'm at. I've never been addicted to fashion. I've never been like trying to necessarily like up style a bunch here and there, follow trends. I just, I know what I like and right. I double down on that. And I it's think, not like, like J. Crew is a good, you know, at 23, you're like, okay, J. Crew is nice. And, right. and it is. It's a great way to, to get out of college style. Um, but you just, you kind of find elevated brands that you like in that sort of wheelhouse. That's why I mentioned St. Bernard. They have a bunch of them together under one Which group. is why I really like St. Bernard, or I was going to mention like a department store in general. Yeah. Um, because you can kind of get introduced to brands that you would have never known about otherwise. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Um, I personally, my favorite clothing website of all time is Shop Op. And what is it? Shop Op? Shop Bop. Shop Bop. Shop Bop. Okay. But they have a men's site. I forgot what it's called. Um, I'm looking right now. Yeah. I, I just went to the, while you looked that up, I went to the St. Bernard site and we mentioned it. It's Peter Millard's Mizzen in Maine. Uh, Bonobos is another really good one. It's, yeah. it's 
probably pricier than I want to do for my full wardrobe right this second. Mm-hmm. But a couple pair of Bonobo's pants is is never gonna hurt. Um, Faraday, Barber, we're probably and Grayson, Filson, we're probably talking about a level up from where you're looking to if you're revamping and read and and doing an, an entirely new wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the next step up. Um, so you said he's 28, maybe when you're like 32, that's when you start going yeah. into those for every, like every day, every day stuff. But I think we kind of put together a pretty good picture. I was just looking because the shop bought men's used to be called the East Day. And I just realized this. And it now is just shop bought men's. But okay. that's a great, especially places like that that have great return policies where like you can buy stuff and then return it and like get a full refund within 14 days. I love I, doing stuff like that. We'll get so, does so pissed. But to I'm, me, I, I am so anti I don't care returns. if I don't like that. I'm now so good at online shopping that like I know by looking at the model, like what size I need to get and like oh, what yeah. the quality is that I think. And I've done it so often that like I would rather just ship something to my house, try it on. Like I did that today. Actually, there's two dresses at my house that I might wear on Saturday that like. I tried on. I'm like, okay, that didn't work. Sending it back. When you okay, when you send it back, do you have to physically like go to the UPS store, pat, repackage it, put the label on it, and send it? Most of them, most websites like that, like Shopbop, for example, or another website I use a lot called Revolve, um, will send you a shipping label with the package. Okay. That or they like it's really easy. You get on and click like return, mm-hmm. and then they let you print one. Most of them like have it already printed. So you literally just put it back in the box it came in, tape it up, slap the shipping label on. And then a lot of them are USPS or UPS and you just drop it off. You, uh, you've already mentioned too many steps. I'm, I'm sure I'm in the same camp as well. But to me, I'm like, I don't want to go back to a store. That, no, I want to try it on in the privacy of my own home. Oh, I, I don't mind trying on at stores. No. Well, I'll, woman, I just buy stuff. You need like to like I be in your own lighting and like, uh, okay. you know. I see, I see. I hate shopping in stores. <laughs> shoes, I feel differently about. Like shoes, I usually want to try on. Although, again, I'm pretty good at shopping online, so I will buy shoes online. There you go. I don't. Uh, I just you would you shop more than I do too. I I I do sales when Jack does their pants sale. It's like three pairs of really nice chinos for seventy five bucks total. Mm-hmm. Love it. They're ninety nine dollar pants. That their sales are crazy. Anyway, you also want to step up your game as a twenty eight year old. Maybe do it in the kitchen. It's where our friends over at Freshly can help. Food that's fast does not have to be fast food, Sally. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work. Their meals are designed by nutritionists, cooked by chefs, and then delivered fresh. Other meal deliveries need to be prepped and cooked, but Freshly is ready to eat in minutes. Take the stress out of your life. You know, you have a long day. Wednesdays are my long day. I do a couple of pods on top of just my regular job. Um, and they're back to back. And by the time Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night rolls around, I don't feel like doing a whole lot. And that's where Freshly has been huge for me because I get home, pop a meal um, in the microwave or in the oven, and you are good to go. Whether it's for you or your whole family, Freshly gives you convenience, flavor, and nutrition. Get delicious chef-made nutrient-packed meals delivered straight to your door with no cooking required. They're fresh and never frozen, ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. And getting food you love is incredibly easy because you go to the Freshly website or app, 
To find meals that fit your lifestyle with plans that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. Choose from over 50 nutritionist-designed entrees like their classic steak peppercorn, multi-served sides like their masterful mac and cheese, or their new line of plant-based meals. It's also affordable and convenient because you can skip the grocery shopping and dirty dishes. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh, ready to go. New meals are added every week, too, so you never get stuck eating the same thing over and over. Stop stressing about dinner. Right now, Freshly is offering listeners of the Mail-In Podcast $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash mail. That's $40 off at Freshly.com slash mail. Next one, Sal? Yes. Hey, Brett and Sally. I am at 22 and I'm finally in a place in my life where I have the privacy and the confidence to date. My dating life has been a dumpster fire in the past. So this is a nice change of pace. I've been seeing a girl in a casual manner over the last couple of weeks and it's been really fun. I'm enjoying the experience, but I don't really see this going anywhere past just sex. Mainly because I'm applying for jobs across the country and it probably isn't the best idea to start something serious. I'm also going on a date this weekend with another girl. What's the etiquette for dating multiple people at once? Should I tell the girl that I'm going on a date with that I'm sleeping with other people? If I end up hooking up with her, when and how should I tell the other girl that I'm hooking up with other people? Just as a note, we've talked about not getting into anything serious right now, but we haven't talked about multiple sexual partners. Cheers. Rut row. Um, Tell me you're 22 without me telling me you're 22. In my personal opinion, dating multiple people at once is totally fine. I am not comfortable sleeping with people. Right. It's more about the physical side of it. It's like STD related rather than socially, culturally related. You owe the person that you're sleeping with openness and honesty and... Uh, transparency and I think telling them like I-, I don't know that you have to disclose you're going on a date okay um I don't especially if you've like said we're not this isn't going anywhere mm-hmm. but if you're sleeping with somebody you need to tell the person that you're sleeping with that you are gonna sleep with somebody else okay and yeah. the girl that he's going on a date with if he's gonna sleep with her he definitely needs to be like hey I've like kind of having a casual thing Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it's it's more of the like STDs, um, physical like health aspect for me than it is anything else. And like personally, I don't think that I would ever be able to like sleep with multiple people at the same time. Sure. And I would be really upset if I found out that somebody I was sleeping with was sleeping with somebody else. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. it's one thing to like go on a date and have sex with them that night, and then like but you're only dating that person or like you're going on multiple first dates and having sex. That's every different. Time. Right. That's it. But if, like if having established... like consistent yeah. sexual relationship with somebody mm-hmm. that's interspersed with sexual relationships with other people to me is like, I wouldn't want to know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know when you bring it up. Like if you're having sex with somebody consistently and telling this new person that, Hey, I'm having sex with somebody con- consistently just want you to know, like, you don't, that's not the first thing out of your mouth. No, obviously. and I feel like if I'm the new person, I'm like, yeah, I'd be like, uh, bye. Well, like, what, what's the deal there? Like, why, yeah. are you, why are you here? You know, are you guys not a thing? It's like, oh, it's not serious. And it's like, well, why? What are you, 
What's the deal? Right. It's it's a great it's a it's a weird area to be in. That's kind of why I just wouldn't consider dating multiple people at once. I think I, people are able to have casual sex. I am not one of those people. Okay. Personally. So for me, like the emotional investment and multiple people is really difficult. And yeah. so I I don't think that personally I would be able to have sex with somebody and then just start dating other people. Like yeah. I feel like I need to close that door first. Yeah. Closure is big in that situation, especially when you're like pending a move to the other side of the country as well. It's all right. Like we're getting into the like, what are we? What is what is this going to be? Is this just going to be super casual? Like, can I date other people? Are you cool with that? Are you not cool with that? Do you say you're cool with that, but you're not actually cool with that? It's just a lot. It's a lot from an emotional standpoint. It's a lot on the other people you're dating from an mm -hmm. emotional standpoint. It's a lot physically because you're mixing a couple different pots here that there's always the risk of diseases and mm -hmm. whatnot. So I don't have a perfect answer here I, other than I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, but I think I think you probably have to mention to the first girl like, hey, I think I'm going to go on a date with somebody this weekend yep. and just wanted to like let you know. That's easy. That might kind of sound like dickish, but at the same time, you probably need to have that conversation with her because is she aware that it's not going anywhere? Yeah, that's very fair. Like you have to give her the opportunity to not lead her on and be like, hey, like just so you know, I'm going to start dating people. I wanted you to know, like, I'm happy with doing what we're doing now, but I don't really see this going past that. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like that may hurt her feelings, it's going to hurt her feelings worse if she thinks that y'all are dating or something like that and is not mm -hmm. clear on what your position is. Um, and that, <laughs> that, that's to me what's like the most 22-year-old thing about this whole thing. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. You need to be honest and upfront with the first girl. And make sure that she's aware of what your position is. Mm -hmm. It's not fair to sleep with somebody who doesn't know that they're just in the hookup box. Right. And like think back to college. Like this is a it's a different scenario, right? right. And, or think back to 22. It's like, well, hooking up with this person and this is like my my booty call person, and that's the the person that I just met, and I'm I'm in right. there. Like I I get it. I get that it's not like you're not fully forming relationships and getting intro middle conclusion closure before you're moving on to person right. number two but it might be time to start doing that at 22 and figuring it out one thing at a time versus um picking from multiple dishes at the table you know what i say my other question is like are you in a space where you're ready to be in a relationship and if that's the case uh, to me i'm always like okay you're 22 you're not probably going to find the girl that you're going to marry right now. Maybe you will. You probably sure, it happens. Will. Yeah. But, but also like you don't want to go on a date with the second girl and then get into the same situation where you're like, maybe now you're dating the second girl. And then you're like, well shit, now I'm trying to move across the country and yeah. now I'm dating this girl. I don't I'm know. not telling you to not date because yeah, I think that's I think dumb it, to be right. like, okay, well wait till you get to the new city and then you can meet people. Mm -hmm. Like, you're absolutely welcome to do whatever you want and you should have social interactions with people and not base them completely on like the fact that you may or may not move across the country. Totally, 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 totally. But I think when, if you are like going on multiple dates with somebody and I'm talking like five, 
Okay. Three to five to the point where you're going to sleep with them. Mm -hmm. Assuming you didn't sleep with them on like the first date. I think a heads up of like, hey, apply for jobs in California. We live in New York. Like, mm -hmm. that's nice to know. Maybe that's a talking point at dinner. It's like, yeah, I'm excited about this. Or I'd like to, I'm looking to kickstart my career by doing this and moving. And, um, and that's kind of like innately a, I don't hey, think I'm not going to be here long term. Right. Oh, anybody, all of the details of your life up sure, front sure, on a sure, first sure, date. Yeah. I'm talking about that when you cross the line into like consistently dating somebody. Yeah. Consistently. If you're hitting up with people them. with good morning texts. They got to know what your next six months looks like. Right. Like if you're. Especially if it involves a move across the country. Right. If you're. Te if. And hopefully, same goes for the girl that you're hooking up with. Like if it's a 2 a.m. like you up text. That it is what it is. But like, is she aware of what it is? Yeah. You you have to make sure that you are on the same page. He mentioned that they've talked about not getting serious. Okay. But it's more of the multiple sexual partners yeah. part of it. So maybe they've had the conversation like, hey, this is fun. I like casual sex with you. I like right. casual dates with you. And we're on the same page. Yeah. But you still have to say, hey, I... I'm going on a date this Friday with so and so. Like, I don't know, or 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 maybe you don't until afterwards. Right, I wouldn't until afterwards. Yeah, just and said, then hey, if I, you're like, hey, I had sex with this person. I want to make you aware of that before we have sex again because, like, yeah, STDs. Yeah, I, I think know. I think if he goes on a date with a second girl, that's like starting to progress to more dates. Yeah, and sex. That's when the first girl needs to know. I think that's fair. Yeah, maybe not after like. The first date, you guys, you know, made out, and that was that. And then you went, you went your separate ways. Maybe date two, like, yeah. Maybe you don't need to say something after that one, but if it's going to become equally consistent, right? Right. We got to we got to figure that out. Yeah, that's fair. Dating multiple people is hard. Never I've, done it. I guess people do it. I've I'm never just done like, it. I, I'm too like single minded, you know, and I like I can't keep shit straight. I could barely like talk to multiple people at the same time. It's too difficult for me. <laughs> Selling college is like, no, I'm not talking to this guy because I have this guy. Yeah. I don't yeah. My it's it's tough. I mean, like I'm not gonna sit here and say I've never like had a one night stand and then had a third date with another girl like the same weekend. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've done that. But And that happens. Yeah. I'm just saying when you've got two consistent things going on, I think the that's people tough. involved right. deserve to know. I think that's fair. Yeah. Right, Randy? Randy says yes. Sally, before shit. we jump, do we have any shower thoughts? Are we not, are you, are we not answering this last you one? You want to do the last one? Uh, yeah. Okay. It can be quick. Sally wants to do the last one. So here we go. Hey, Malin. I could use some advice. To keep this short, do I reach back out to the one that got away if she cheated on me? For context, I was seeing, in parentheses, not dating, a girl during my sophomore year of college, and I'm currently now 24. I thought she was the one, and it was a fast burn, and she ended up cheating on me with another guy after only about four to five months, so it ended there. I never really got closure and really put up walls from this relationship, but always had a sense, down deep, that she still cared for me, and there's a chance we rekindle. Am I crazy? And yeah, what made me resurface all these feelings was a post that she made on Instagram. And last uh, note was when we were together. I was young, blacking out slash drinking way more than I should have been, 
and I've done a ton of growing up since then. Let me know your thoughts. No, you should not reach out to her. Let's leave it. All right, let, let sleeping dogs lie. Let's leave it in the past. You should not be reaching out to somebody who cheated on you after four to five months, especially. So many red flags here for me. Yeah. One, why are you? Why do you need to reach out to her? If she feels strongly about you, she should be reaching out to you yeah. and apologizing. Number two, uh, saying when we were together, I was young, blocking out, drinking way more than I should have, and I've grown up again. You didn't cheat on her. She cheated on you. Yep. That's not your fault that you, cannot, you got cheated on. You cannot blame being cheated on. By the on fact that you were in college in and blacking out like lights. everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, number three, have some self-respect. Mm-hmm. This girl does not care about you. I'm sorry to be blunt with you. It probably feels like she was the one that got away because you liked her a lot and she cheated on you. And she they doesn't said care they about you and right. you need to move on. You thought she was the one. And after four to five months of seeing each other and not dating, like, let's put some, let's put the, the pieces together here. I don't mean to be brutally honest, but I'm going to be brutally honest. Do not reach out to her. She does not care about you. It's time to move on. I'm Agreed. directly into the camera. Is that the camera? Um, okay, yeah. yeah. Agreed. And it won't end well if you do. Done. Bang. I feel like I was like addressing, like I was like the president addressing like you did well. The U.S. You did well. Wow. Uh, any shower thoughts? Are you excited for uh, your husband's trip to Vegas this weekend? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm excited to have fun with Will. I mean, I kind of want to go to Vegas. I'm like Dang. annoyed. Is your mom going? Yeah, my parents will be there. That's hilarious. Are She's we gonna like, run into them? Uh, maybe. Okay. They're staying. Where will at the Cosmo? Oh, so that, so they will definitely run into. I'm yeah, at the, I'm at Bellagio, but but you probably. I mean, if you go to Cosmo at all, you'll see her because she's yeah there. Yeah, I think we're doing the Cosmo. What's what's the Fukumoto on Saturday night? So you'll probably see her. Yeah, that's so awesome. she, I mean, I think she's like I don't want to interrupt, but I'm like she's gonna go say hi because she she's can't totally help herself. Go. Yeah, of course she wants to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something in Vegas that I need to see is or do. Um, my first time, by the way, it's well, Will went last year, but I was pregnant. I was going to say, Will likes to I say that like he went to Vegas. On a, <laughs> he went to Vegas on a Tuesday with his pregnant wife and the and and his the, mother-in-law, and the people at the slots were fifty years older than him on average. Honestly, <laughs> I, not to toot my mom's horn, and y'all don't need to hang out with her on a bachelor party, but Jules does Vegas like pretty hilariously, and oh something I feel like everyone should witness in their life or experience is like an hour with jewels in vegas because like watching her gambles like i i would love to um but honestly i god i don't even know i guess the last time i was in vegas was for lily's bachelorette party mm-hmm. i don't we know talked if there's about any, that like there's like must do's okay it's just, it's, it's going to be Vegas. Like, it's it's Vegas, like being, so, yeah. you know, everywhere you turn, there's something. Do you have a favorite do. like table game? Do you gamble much? Uh, I do like slots and video poker okay. and stuff gotcha. because like it's easy for me to just like sit there and yeah, just like boop. press a button. Mm-hmm. I am horrible at like blackjack. And personally, I feel like when you're at like the Cosmo or Bellagio or whatever, and you're having to pay $25 a hand. Like I know that I'm bad at that. Yeah. So I 
and like I'm not going to waste a hundred dollars on four hands. That's, yeah. I think if you're going to do that, going somewhere like the Gold Nugget, like in downtown Vegas, a little more fun because they're like five dollars a hand. Sure. Yeah. My favorite is to sports bet, like yep. especially. That's, that's me too. I guess is. Are there going to be conference tournaments while you're there? No. Well, there there probably will be, actually, now that I think of it. Yeah. I mean, there'll be hockey on. There's a UFC fight that night. Yeah. So there's there will there's be stuff, stuff to, to bet on. Yeah. We normally, our, our normal vacation, not vacation, normal time for Vegas is March Madness. So, mm -hmm. like, there's ample sports betting. which it's the best. For oh, me, it's fun because it's like you there. have a reason to get into it. Yeah. Um, And, like, the stakes are always low for me because I don't gamble that much. Sure. But it like gives me a reason to like watch buzzer beaters and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's fun. That's a blast. That weekend, yeah. that like St. Patty's Day ish weekend, yeah. whenever it falls, that Thursday, Friday, um, are two of the best days I I can imagine to be in Vegas. Oh, it's it's sports a, book. A scene. You have a new game every twenty minutes. Yeah. Some and close to each other. You just gamble on sixteen games in a day. Like yeah. it's back to back to back to back. It's uh, I, I'm I just like not. I like to like go out in Vegas and like go to dinners and like have champagne while I'm like walking and go to the pool. But like, I'm not a big gambler. So okay. it's a problem for me. Cause I'm like, I'll like lose $20. And be so pissed. Like <laughs> you'll, put, you'll spend $21 on a Red Bull vodka. Exactly. $20. But that's, table, like, at least I know fuck? I'm getting something out of that. <laughs> when I like bet $20, I'm like, I could not get that back. And now I'm like in a horrible mood. Like, oh, you know, yeah, so I mean, I'm, I... I'm the wrong person to be in Vegas. <laughs> Okay. Or like they need to like reel me in with like winning right at the beginning. I see. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put a hundred dollars on red okay. at a roulette wheel. Like first first thing. Yeah. It's gonna set the tone. Okay. I'm gonna lose and be like, fuck. Yeah. And then you're then you're pissed off and you're like, okay. It goes well, a hefty chunk of my bankroll that at I At least like I feel like for sports betting for me, I'm like, there's a chance there's like I mean, I guess there's like a chance in every time you gamble, but I'm like, I can mm -hmm. like invest some time into this yeah, and watch. Uh, right. It's, Versus it's like, like losing losing $100 in two seconds. I'm like, well, fuck. I would much rather put a $100 like parlay together that is a chance to win like yeah. eight grand over the course of the afternoon than losing four hands of blackjack or, or excuse me, right. like playing six hands, right. winning two and losing right. four. Yeah. Like, because, okay my odds were this i lost and now i'm out 100 i would rather have crazy odds of a parlay hitting yeah get to kind of build it up over the afternoon yeah. to get like one or two games away. that adds to the excitement yeah. right and then the group gets involved too yeah so because then you have like your buddies rooting for the nashville predators yeah in a game that nobody cares about but it, it, i think that's kind of my my route this weekend okay. more sports gambling yeah. i will play some blackjack though and the sports book's always fun to be at a blast. I'm excited for I've never done like a free drink situation before. Well, anywhere in, in Vegas, as long as you're gambling, yeah. there's free drinks. I'm like, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Not free, free food, though? No, free okay. drinks only. Free drinks. They want you to be drinking because they- <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. It helps you lower yeah. your inhibitions. Yeah. There you go. All right. Can't wait. Have fun. We'll give you the full report on next weekend's Can't circling that. Wait. <laughs> uh, that'll do it, Sally. Where can the folks find you? Salad Freeze on Instagram and Twitter. I am Brett Merriman at Schmerriman on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a rating, uh, five stars ideally. Tell a friend about the pod. Hit the hotline, 888-362-MAIL. Or write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail In Podcast. We'll see you guys next week, post-Vegas. Bye.